friends here, right? Yep. But. Alrighty, and we're live. Welcome to Ask the Nose, everybody. Um, you were talking. Oh, I'm Nose. Are uh, you're not Nose? Your new name is Puna Puna Shaman Poo Poo. What <laughs> the point the is? Grand Poobah. This episode, I'm the Grand Poobah. Or should it be like something maybe more illustrative, like the Majestic Poobah? I I like the direction you're going. Not majestic. The, the, the ever. The ever wise Poobah. The ever wise ultimate Poobah. Poobah Shaman. You know, I think I would thrive as a cult leader, honestly. You're you would because you 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 would because you have that little something, that little craziness factor that could get it's charismatic enough that could get people on board with your bullshit. And I look great in a white shirt that just reflects the sun in a heavenly way. Yeah. The audio listeners, I look saintly right now. With the afro out, you totally look like you did acid at a concert. And now you like move to India and you like study the scrolls. I'm the Buddha. No, you are. You are the next Buddha. I am, and I'm. Not only will I be the next Buddha, I will have a healthy BMI, unlike the previous Buddha. So I'll be Buddha plus. That's the Chinese Buddha. The Indian Buddha was in shape. Uh, was he in shape? Yeah, the Chinese Buddha was fat as fuck. Yeah, um, that was. Which was weird because he was like anti gluttony, supposedly. Um, oh, he just well, takes bone, I guess. No, I guess he's pretty. It's pretty on. That's pretty accurate for like any. Must have had whatever Lizzo had. Were you big, but you healthy somehow? White dick. (laughs) No, I. It's pretty accurate for any religious leader to you know do the opposite of what they preach. So the Chinese, but you could. He was. You know how like Asians in general, even when they're fat, they don't have stretch marks. It's like a really cute fat. Yeah, yeah, they get like like, nice and soft and round like a baby. Yes, and their skin's super soft. He was that kind of fat. Mm, Succulent. I wish I could like just touch him. I know. I just want to like blow raspberries on him. Well, whenever I ascend and I get to the Hall of Buddhas, I'll be able to shake his hand. You'll be able to kiss his belly. I bet. I bet it's a little bit sweaty. No, no, Asians don't sweat. Oh, do they not? No. Um, I would, I, you, I, you know, if you rub his belly, it's good luck. So. <clears throat> Say that again. If you rub it, if you rub the tummy, it's good luck. Oh, of a Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen people do that in Chinese restaurants. <laughs> Does it still count if it's at a Chinese restaurant in America? Why not, dude? I, I mean, that's, a, that's the only time I've ever seen Buddha statues. I mean, me same. Also, the cat ones that are like, those are supposed to be good luck. The cat really? Ones, um, yeah. Like, yeah. Supposed to be good luck. Yeah, um, I, I see people have that on their desk, and they just like flick it, and it'll go all day. Um, but yeah, the, the Chinese Buddha was fat, but the Indian one has eight arms, and he can like suck his own dick and stuff. Oh shit! Is that he, like canon that he can suck his own dick? Is that in the scripture, dude? You know that's where blowjobs came from, was from India. True, really. I do yeah. know that. Like, what is the book? The Kama Sutra. 
Yes. 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 (laughs) 69ing. 69ing is not a new concept that was in the Kama Sutra. But that's like, I don't know. Cavemen had to be 69ing and doing blowjobs. I know, but they were the first to write it down. Okay, I see. So they're like Columbus. They didn't discover it, but you know. But they got credit for it. Yeah, they just renamed it. And then they were like, it's, it's, I, I did it. But Indians are, are freaky people, man. It does seem like they're freaky people. Yeah. Which is odd for a country. I mean, it's, I feel like I'm always hearing that they're all starving. Yeah. Maybe that's because. But they're overpopulated. Why are they overpopulated? Because they fuck uh, like rabbits. They fucking. They're rabbits. Hungry and fucking. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have food, what else are you going to do? You're going to fuck. So. I guess that's how that works. You know, I mean, you would think they would start eating cows considering. Considering, you know, the hunger. The whole hunger thing. Yeah, and they got all those cows, but they're like, we can't eat them because they're like holy, I guess. Yeah. Seems like you could open a few McDonald's with that. They have McDonald's, but they're all vegan. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I want to go. Is that one of the countries gays can go to? Um, I think gays, if you're American, you can go wherever Americans go, right? Yes, probably. So I, I've never been, but I've had family members that went and they said as an American tourist, you get treated like a king, but, but the downside is, is everywhere else is a slum. So wherever you're staying, you have to have like an armed guard and like high fences and everyone's trying to steal your shit. And even the rich people, um, you have to put your water in a bucket to shower and then you shower with that because water is really hard to come by, even if you're like loaded. This sounds like a great way to use the like two vacation days that we get in this country. Yeah, go go somewhere where. People like little kids are gonna try to pick your pockets. Yeah, and you, you, know, you never and, know somebody's gonna like just shoot you in the face because and, and you get to ride um a depressed elephant that hates its life. So that's oh, fun. I love that. That yeah. was an experience for the whole family. Yeah, it's fun for the whole family, exactly. I love that. Speaking of other countries, um go ahead and um I meant to bring this up last week, but I forgot, which is appropriate considering how I feel about the subject. The Olympics is now over. Is it? Yeah. I, th- I, I think I it was, yeah, it ended August 8th was the last day. Pretty pretty sure. I um, well, I'm gonna have to fact check you because I don't think that's true, but go I on with the story. It this morning, but go on with the story. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But believe was, big tech, you know. It really doesn't matter because what was shocking or not even shocking, what was really interesting about the Olympics this time around was like the universal lack of anyone like caring at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, this could be an American thing, but like it was very underwhelming to say the least, and just the reaction, because most people were like, what the fuck is, who's even in the Olympics? The only ones I heard about were the trans ones and the the black girl that didn't even do it because she smoked weed and Simone Biles or whoever. That's like it. Those are the names that I could give you from the Olympics. 
the biggest stories were not uh, like sport related. Yeah, I did see that like transgender bitch break her elbow or whatever. That was kind of funny. Do you? Th- I-, I think feminist witches did that, but that's just my opinion. Broke put, broke her arm. Yeah. Somebody, some feminist witch in the audience had a which truly all feminists are witches. I'm sure we could agree on that. Some feminist witch in the audience with just like a doll just as she's lifting that. Best explanation. But what was your point? Just the the lack of fanfare? Yeah, the lack of I mean, it was it was odd because like. The Olympics is supposed to be something, correct? It's supposed to be something of note. Like when it happens, it's supposed to be an event. Is it not? I mean, it's supposed to be, but you, a lot of stuff is supposed to be something. It's very. And then you keep, I keep hearing about the weird sports, right? Apparently trampolining is in the Olympics. Yeah. You know, three on three basketball is in the Olympics. And that's three not three. even three on three. And it's like, it's like, you know, something is dead when they're desperately reaching for these sports that are barely sports like three on three basketball is something that people at the park do yeah, when there's not enough people like yeah, that's, my uncle does that every now and then yeah it's he not could, so he, i think he could be in the olympics no serious athlete is like let's go play three on three you know it's weird have you looked at like the list the official list of like how many things are in the olympics no, because I'm sure it's astronomical. Dude, no, dude, it's can we, so long. Do you know what badminton is? That yeah, I did see that. That's in the Olympics. Bro, how is badminton a Olympic sport? <laughs> also, um uh it's it's really impressive, right? But shouldn't be in the Olympics. Ping pong. Have you seen Olympic ping pongers? Yikes. That's that's I'm gonna pull that video up because it's actually super impressive. But I bet it is. But there's no way you can look at these people and be like, these are elite athletes, you know. <laughs> how how much do you think you have to work out to be the greatest ping pong player in the world? I mean, work out like traditionally lift weights and stuff, yeah. not at all. But the amount of hours these people put in the gym. The ping pong gym. Um, okay, here, I'm going to share it. Because this is insane right here. Do we need sound? Here, I'm just going to do sound just because fuck it. Now that, now that we finally figured out how to click the button right, right in front of our faces. This is not an ad, sorry. <laughs> now Usain Bolt. Oh, look at him go. <laughs> the crowd's going up. This is the best part of the Olympics, by the way. Look at that. <laughs> this honestly is. This is more entertaining than all the other events I saw. Whoa, whoa. You see Not that? this bitch with one arm. Look at her. Look at her go. Call her stubby. Oh, that was pretty slick. I That was pretty slick. Of course the black guy's better. Oh, he's killing. Look how far away from the table he is. <laughs> Okay, one more, one more. Oh, look at this. Super Bilanz gespielt, kannst doch kaum nach langer Zeit mal wieder. Okay, they really could have given them a bigger table. Von Daniel Harvey. 
I didn't see it. I was I was just amazed that the table was so small. So no, look at this. Look at this. Look at the shot. Look at the look at the strike. Super Bilanz gespielt. Transfer kam nach langer Zeit mal wieder ins Halbfinale. Und was ist das? Oh, damn, that pretty, yeah, that was pretty slick. The behind the back. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> so not even a real sport is the most <laughs> exciting part of the Olympics. That's how you know how bad it is. Yeah, like that genuinely was more exciting than most of the events that I've seen. Um, and you know, and then it's funny because I also have been seeing articles of that are like covering the fact that I guess like some like 60% of Olympic athletes live below the poverty line. And I'm like, oh, really? You don't say like, you know, the, the best ping pong player in the world is broke. Huh? Dude, Surprising. The, the entire, the entire uh, essence or the spirit of the Olympics is the scam. The whole thing is you guys are amateurs you don't get paid and we make all the money. Have you seen how they'll give them like the perks? I've seen I've seen some videos of Olympic athletes doing like the perks of, of like being an Olympian and they're like giving them T-shirts and like cups, like they branded get, cups. Yeah, they get free McDonald's and Coke and they're athletes. So they're like, um, I can't do anything with this, you know, <laughs> literally and a cardboard bed. Don't forget. Mm hmm. No one. I can't believe. How do you get? I can't believe these people do all this for so little, dude. For zero, they're amateurs. Like, zero. They're getting no coverage. None of them will be famous. None of them will be rich. No, Nothing. they all. Some of them, not all. Some of them take out loans just to train. Right. And and if it if they're in like a wealthy country, then the country will pay for you to train. And but you live in a dorm room, you know, the yeah. entire time. It's it, it's a bullshit scam and people know that and people are are fed up. That's why they don't fucking watch. Yeah, it does seem like it does seem like the whole world really seems to not even be interested. And my mom, um, she was a competitive swimmer in college. So her she had like those Olympic dreams and she went to the Olympic trials or whatever. And she showed me this documentary about Michael Phelps. And it was it was Michael Phelps and a bunch of other prominent Olympians. So keep in mind, right? These are like it's a documentary about like gold medalists, like the top of the top, the one percent of the one percenters. And the entire documentary is about post Olympic depression, how your only purpose in life is one is for a month every four years. And after that, everyone forgets about you and no one cares about you. And they all sleep in, they all slip into dark, like deep depressions where they're addicted to substances and um, hitting their wives. It's, it's dark shit. And it's like, yeah, why would anyone want to train their entire life just to get to an incredibly dark, deep depression? Like that sounds miserable. Um, <laughs> it does sound miserable. The whole thing's a fucking scam, dude. Besides the fact that the whole thing was pointless, I do want to say the most important takeaway, I believe, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is that America took the most gold. Amen. Amen. That's on period. Okay. In China? China? Okay, you can keep engineering those babies. 
Ain't gonna ever have nothing on the good old American thing. You know what engineering we have? It's called black people. <laughs> yeah, we got China. We got niggas. Okay. We, you know, they're engineered with fucking fast food, and they don't. They'll fucking burn <laughs> you. Oh, and I did. We took. We took. By the way, I did find this interesting. I mean, expected because I also didn't know this was in the Olympics. But we took the gold in both men's and women's shooting. And I didn't even know that was a thing, but like, <laughs> yes, let it be known, bitches. Come over here and find out. Try some shit. Fuck Try around. some shit. Yeah, we know we're annoying, but like you get to be annoying when you can back it up. Yeah, nothing, nothing these other countries could ever do will ever be able to compare to America's just dominating will towards its competitors. Like we want to take our competitors and to just turn them into dust in the ground. Well, we are that guy. We, we are that guy, pal. Period. Yeah. So period. And- China did come in second, though. So we better next. I'm listen. Well, I don't give a fuck about the Olympics, but I swear to God, if China beats us in the Olympics, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start giving a fuck. It's gonna piss well, me off. Well, every every Olympics that I've ever seen, it's been China and Russia and America, the top three. Yeah. Yeah, so, of course. But, you know, but yeah, I hope I really hope that America is not secretly engineering its athletes the way China and Russia do. I mean, we are. We're just good at it, better at it than them. You think so? I think so. I think I mean, no doubt in the Summer Olympics, black people help because in the Winter Olympics, it's, it's mostly whiteies for America. But um, we should just start trying out all the new genetic technology on the Olympians since they're not really bringing in much revenue anyway. Anyway, I mean, I think um, uh, I think that's what we're doing. But um, but yeah, have you seen Icarus, by the way? Icarus? Yeah. No, it's a really good documentary about it uncovered. It started off as an investigative documentary on the Tour de France. You know, the the little gay little bike race. Yeah. Every right. year, all the gays get together and they race bikes. So it was like an investigative report on doping and that because it's super prominent um, of like, uh, what do you call it? Performance enhancers. Uh-huh. And so it started off as that. But the director, he went off in a different direction um, just through his investigation he felt like it was a bigger story and he actually uncovered the biggest doping scandal in world history in, wow. in Russia. And it was, he had the help of like a Russian doctor who was literally the head. He was head of the doping agency in Russia, in Russia. And he helped make the film. And as a result, he had to move out of, out of Russia because he was fearing for his life. Damn. So- yeah. The biggest doping scandal in history was all in professional biking. No, it's it, he started like he said he started making the th- the documentary about uh-huh. doping in cycling, but he he I don't know how it happened. Whether he found oh I I think I remember the doctor who was the head of the doping agency in Russia was also helping cyclists. Uh, so once he found out who this Russian doctor was, the Russian doctor was like, 
yeah, I help cyclists. I also am the reason Russia won any medals the past 80 years. And then the guy was like, oh, that's a way bigger story. I'm going to cover that. Damn. So it was across all sports. And it's so sophisticated. Every sport requires a different performance enhancer. Like for cycling, you can't do the steroids that make you all buff because you need to be skinny to be a cyclist. So what they would do is they extract your blood they and then they refilter it through your body with um, iron and vitamin C. Mm -hmm. And the vitamin C isn't, it's not, it's not important. Besides, it enables your blood to capture the iron. Once your blood captures that extra iron, your, your, whatever the blood cells that capture oxygen, they triple in size. So you're able, your endurance is three times as good. Interesting. So for cyclists, they use that. For, for, for the weightlifters, they use a different one that's not for oxygen, but it makes your muscles big. And it's just, it's, it's a complete, it's a complete scientific field of doping. So it's really interesting. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I've heard, I've heard, uh, I've heard that it's pretty bad within Russia with their athletes. And... Yeah. But the reason that stereotype exists was because there was always rumors, but the Icarus thing exposed how it happened. <laughs> I wonder, God, I will always wish, I always wonder, like, just how much is happen that is happening, like, right now, like, how much money every year that that makes. And, oh, so much. And by the way, I want to adjust my stance a little bit um, on the, the girl who smoked the pot, right? Uh-huh. So there actually is no such verbiage as performance-enhancing drugs on these drug testing things. It's either banned or not banned, but there it says nothing about enhancing performance. So for whatever reason, this stuff is on the banned and not banned list. So you, it doesn't have to be performance enhancing. It just has to be on the banned or not banned list. Like some of the shit that's on the banned list is stuff mm -hmm. that regular Joe Blows or Chad's would take after doing a workout but for whatever reason these commissions that sanction it say you can or can't do it um so is it antiquated some of the stuff that's on the lists yes but as an athlete you know what's banned and not banned so mm -hmm. you you sign a contract that says you're not going to do banned and not banned so it's legally binding so um, I'm a, I'm think I'm changing my stance a little bit. Yes, is it bullshit that pot is on the banned list? Yes, it doesn't enhance your performance. Um, besides, I mean, maybe some people say it reduces inflammation. I don't really know if that's true. So you don't. So you don't think it enhances your performance? Not really. I mean, people say it reduces inflammation, which would theoretically help with recovery. But we already athletes already do stuff that's not banned that reduces inflammation um, and, and marijuana. There's no long term studies on it. So any any study that says it reduces inflammation isn't long term. It's a short term study. So I, I, there's not there's not I don't put too much credence in, in that shit. 
So no, I don't think it enhances your performance, but I don't think it matters at the end of the day either. Okay, I see what you're saying. <clears throat> I I wonder if it does. I kind of I uh I kind of lead more towards the idea that it maybe is a performance enhancer because I've heard athletes talk about like smoking weed before they do stuff and it like uh, like helping them kind of zone out and like focus on what they're doing. Yeah, and I've had that experience where, like, I'll smoke and then I'll go for a run. And for whatever reason, I just am able to push harder. It, or I, I feel as if I'm able to push harder. I don't know if in reality I am. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think when you're that elite of an athlete, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a difference. So you're so- able to smoke and, like, perform the same. Uh-huh. So what was your what was your stance on it last time we brought it up? I was I was I was like, you know, it's bullshit. She should still be allowed. Yada, yada. OK, is it bullshit that pot is on the banned substance list? Yes. But if you get caught, should you be held responsible for the contract you signed? Also, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's reasonable. I mean, she said it. That's you know, my stance last time was essentially like that. That's what she said. Yeah. So, cause she was like, I know what I knew. I knew what I did. What I did it, and like, I don't need any like pity. Yeah, and that's from the horse's mouth. So yeah, yeah. I, I. What are you gonna do? So okay. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Olympic fever is bullshit. So. I mean, I don't even know that it was a fever. It was maybe more of like a tepid. Like a tepid. It was, it was a bug. It was a bug. Um, but yeah, I can't believe we st- we spent so long talking about it, even though it's like it was like one of the uh, most disappointing things that happened this year. And it was right up there with the Super Bowl. It was right up there with it. Yeah, the Super Bowl was a zero, but yeah, um, top down, dude. Or remember the weekend's performance? Like you were like. The only reason you're watching is like for the halftime show, and it was the biggest zero of all time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was, I just was hoping that he would have Beyonce come because he had a song like he went on, he came on one, he was on one of Beyonce's songs. So I was like, it would be worth it. But think about it, Beyonce wouldn't let the weekend take the credit for performing her song. She, if anything, she would perform. And the weekend would come join, make an appearance. But it's not Beyonce doesn't make appearances, you know. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. He needs to but, stop doing cocaine before he performs. But um Jay-Z is actually interwoven in the fabric of the NFL. So I yeah, think that's why I thought Beyonce might be there. Yeah, I think I think she's gonna she I know she gets offered like every year. She just turns it down for whatever reason. So hopefully she says yes soon. Beyonce at this point has got like an open invitation to perform anywhere. Yeah, but especially the NFL because Roger Goodell's a cuck for her. Who's Roger Goodell? The uh, commissioner of the NFL. He's a, okay. He's the most pasty. I'm going to show you a picture. Oh. Just because he, he looks like the most the most wall street work for hedge fund guys ever i noticed that's a theme with the guys that like own and run 
sports, sports teams leagues. and manage athletes and all that. Like they they often look like men who couldn't throw a ball themselves. Yeah, he doesn't own anything. He worked for the owners, but he's like the face of the NFL. He's like the conjoining force. Mm-hmm. Here he is. Oh. And these are like good pictures, by the way. These are like the pictures that the NFL wants you to see. Yeah, he looks like the villain in some like action Pixar movie, like G Force. Yeah. yeah, he does. Kind I of. could see him going up against a team of hamster spies and he's like, trying to like make toasters come alive or something. The Richard Nixon. Not the Richard Nixon. Here's him kissing a black man. Where was it? Yeah. Oh, see dude. how much. See how much he's like, I'm going to make so much money off this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, <clears throat> speaking of sports, <laughs> I think the Taliban owns Afghanistan now. I think that's how that works now. Yeah. Afghanistan has been back in the news. And yeah. <laughs> after like 20 years of being irrelevant, the yeah. Taliban is back. It is. She's okay. back. She's back. She's uh with a vengeance. It's like when Cher does her 50th like uh world tour. It's like it feels like that. I don't know if you've been keeping track of it, but the last no. most recent count that I heard was that they have captured like 12 or 13 of the provincial capitals in um Afghanistan. So that's like they're getting they've captured close to half of the country, essentially. Yeah. So they have they have the they have. Yeah, I see what you mean. They have the yeah. country of Afghanistan hostage, basically. And yeah. And just in a short like a month and just a short time since we've left. Have you seen the videos and pictures that they're posting? Uh, the Taliban posting? Yeah. No, they, I didn't know they had like a sizable social media following. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen videos of them walking in and um, and I, uh, just like walking into like just cities that they've captured and just fucking with shit and like in like governor's houses and shit and like walking around like, oh, this is nice. You know, it's like a giant frat party for them. Literally. And they all they and they all they all do look like a bunch of young guys, too. And they're just kind of walking in and being like, well, this is these are the fucking nigs, man. Well, that was easy. Thank Allah. Yeah. She's lit over here. There was Fucking... a video of them doing bumper cars. <laughs> it's only a matter of time for they're doing TikToks or something. They're doing like the renegade in their tunics. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm very confused because my question is what the fuck have we been doing over there for 20 years? Because we've been over there for 20 years. Yep. Yep. It almost seems like we were helping them, the Taliban. Well, I don't know how much you know about the Taliban, but we 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 did. We we formed the Taliban. Yeah. We the government was a, a dictatorship and we armed rebels who end up becoming the Taliban. They are very so, rebellious. Yeah. Yeah, it's very like 20 years and we pull out and like it's just immediate, just immediately. They're like, well, this is our country now. Yeah, um, according to NPR, okay, they uh, the Afghanistan. 
Afghani government, uh, the Afghan, oh, Afghan, the Afghan government, um, they've got about like they've got like three hundred thousand soldiers approximately, like that they could like on the field, and like the Taliban has like about seventy or eighty thousand. Okay, was the number that I heard on NPR a few days ago. Okay, so I'm like, but, wait, that's but also here's my question. To me. How do they get that number? I don't know. I am. I didn't. I didn't look too hard into how they got it. That's a. That they're guessing. They're pulling that out of their ass. I, their yeah, ass. I have a feeling they're guessing because I was like, that doesn't sound right, based on their progress. They also have American and Russian weapons, and Afghanistan yeah. government does not. There was an analyst also on NPR saying that like the level of weaponry that Af- uh, uh, Afghanistan has is like way more. Like they have new weaponry and like missiles and like all kinds of shit. Um, and like the Taliban supposedly doesn't have much. Like they yeah, they, okay, okay, okay. Come on, dude. That's the biggest fake news I ever heard. You yeah. think you think the Taliban isn't doing? They're still not doing weapons deals. If, yeah, I have a feeling they've probably gotten some new shit. If the Taliban's proven anything, it's that they're good at cutting deals. So and and they're good. They're a good business enterprise. So like. They, they would just be like oh we're just gonna not upgrade our weapons come on come on oh <clears throat> and the reason that i say that the country is the taliban's now is because the president has le- apparently left yeah that's not a good sign yeah so it seems like he, you know what that like means it's under new leadership yeah yeah that means he ain't the president got a new manager in this bitch i wonder who it's gonna be very bad though. We're sending. We're also. Did you all? Did you see? We're sending. Now we're having to send three thousand troops back in to get out all the people that helped us while we were there, because yeah, we were trying no, to get them out slowly. Yeah, yeah, no fucking shit. We have to do that. We have to send back in Americans because we had allies that didn't pull out because they're fucking. They have nowhere to pull out. They're from there. So by the way, who came up with this plan? That's what I would like to know. Who came up with this plan, this pull-out plan? Because it obviously is like it's not going, it's not working, it's not going well. Well, it's fucked because we already went in the first time. So now we have allies that are there and they're going they're getting murked. Um, and yes, should we have probably not gone there? Yes, but we already did. Um and so, so now we have people that fought alongside us with Americans that um, are dying because we fucked them. So um, it's it, it, the mess only gets worse. We pulled out everyone, and now we're sending three thousand American uh, citizens to probably go die to try and to save the mess that politicians willingly we're way too willing to put our boys in so um it's not the soldiers fault but fuck the politicians that are 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 happy to send american lives in there to get fucking murdered and and get beheaded fuck you politicians you you i don't have the words for you scum. fuck you politicians no i don't have the words for you scum you guys are the scum of the earth you guys are worse than the <laughs> taliban you guys created the Taliban. You guys are, 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 I don't have the words for it. They did. They did do that. You're very right about that. So that does make the whole thing seem kind of goofy. You know, the White House put out a statement too, which I found pretty funny, where they were like, well, Trump is the one that said that we would pull out. So it's, 
That's not true, babe. I mean, I think it might be that was a part of the deal he made uh, with the Taliban in Afghanistan. Um, or actually, I don't think Afghanistan was actually involved in that deal. He but was, um, everybody knew was, from the get-go that that deal was some bullshit anyway. So I'm like, I feel like that's a lame excuse. No, he was continuing. He was continuing Obama's policies of pulling out of the Middle East, and he's like, yeah, we shouldn't be in the Middle East because that, on its surface, that's a good sentiment. We shouldn't be in the Middle East, but we've already been there since not forget 20 years, Justin. Before we were born, the Gulf War. This is since Reagan shit, bro. This is before Reagan. We've been there for for almost 100 years at this point. So this is, we royally fucked this entire section of the globe. Um, And it's, it's, there's no, it's a lose-lose. It's just about minimizing the damages. And um, that's not happening either, so... I think it, I think it might end up being a win for us because I think very soon we're gonna have a good reason to have a real war. That's kind of, that almost kind of to me seems like is what this feels like because I feel like the whole pullout and I'm for the idea of pulling out of the Middle East because I feel like we're obviously not that great at like establishing peace, um, in other countries. So maybe we shouldn't be doing it, but uh, it kind of seems like this one was done so poorly in order to start a war because think of like i would if you think about it right already we're seeing all of the humanitarian um perspective journalism and everybody's talking about um all of all of the women and the gays and the so-and-so and the americans and the christians that are going to be persecuted by the taliban and they're going to be doing sharia law or whatever um which is all true uh but it already seems to me like we you've got like the media kind of trying to really rile up the uh, kind of the progressive wing and kind of get them to uh, start calling for war, which I did want to lodge as a prediction that that's where this is going to go, that very soon the uh, the children on Twitter and CNN and all of the, you know, AOC, maybe even Bernie, all of them, they'll be calling for war. Yeah, dude, because the, the big joke of all this is it doesn't matter what party's in power, they're gonna, whoever's not in power, they're gonna say they want endless wars. And then once they're in power, they're like, let me give you a reason why we should be in war. Why? Because they're all making billions of dollars off of fucking endless wars. Yeah. They're all criminals, they're all charlatans. It's, it's fucking ridiculous, man. And, you know, it's getting weird not to put my uh, co- uh, conspiratorial cap on, but I absolutely will put it on my tinfoil cap. But, you know, you kind of see some stuff like with the Senate. They're trying to get women involved in the draft now. And you see how like all these countries in the world, even ones that are not having a problem with COVID are using COVID as an excuse to do some pretty fucked up things. It almost seems as if there's like a global push to get a lot of people to kind of be ready to give up their rights almost or be ready to just kind of uh, concede and concede and concede a bit by bit. I don't know. It's it's <clears throat> that's not a, that's not a conspiracy. That's uh, the trend of the globe. And like I said, I said this last podcast, I think, or maybe two podcasts ago. People are going to start talking about a global government, single one world order, 
and um people are they're gonna set the stage for like people buying into that and a global a global economy in theory isn't a bad idea because it, it provides stability for the world but putting it all under one world government that's way too dangerous and volatile so that is a crock of shit and but it's coming it's coming very soon and it's definitely the, coming the QAnon I don't know if it's the QAnon I mean, we technically or, already have world governments they're just well it's called the United Nations but they're you know whatever that whatever they govern but they're not they don't have they don't have real power they have like uh I mean, uh, not here. They don't have power here in America. They definitely have power in some other countries. The, but the, the, not the true power that the, uh, a one world government would seek to have. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that if even if a world government, if somebody tried that, I don't think that's going to work anytime soon because you can kind of look at America and see. Girl, yeah, it's I mean, like girl. developmental it, issues when you try to have a society that's pluralist like that. It's already in the works. Is it going to work? No. No. But can it be set up? Yes. Yes. Somebody could, mm, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I don't know if not, you can even get it off the not, ground. Not somebody, Justin. Power factions are working together. And it's not a conspiracy. It's the trend of world events. Every- I think if anything, it would be more likely that we'll have we would end up with two world governments that are kind of have kind of split the world. Okay, but what's the what's the all that leads to is eventually having one. One, I don't know. One world government, it just it wouldn't be able to. It seems like to me, it wouldn't be able to sustain itself for like any time at all. Because like, no, in- no, no, I agree. I agree. Everyone would go into poverty and and everyone would there would be revolutions worldwide. But could it It last like a week? But could people buy into the idea to get it set up? I think so. I think so. Some people definitely could. I mean, some people some people can. I mean, people could get bought. I uh, can get convinced to believe it. Just about well, anything. And, and, these days. and I don't blame third world countries for buying into it because the whole their whole selling point first of all they're the least educated countries so they're easily manipulated and secondly the whole concept for them would be look we take all of the wealth of the richest countries in the world and we 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 give it to your country and we make your country better so i can completely see how a majority of the world which is third world would buy into that it's just a matter of getting the people in countries like us um, and Russia and Germany, real economic powers to like buy into it. Japan. Yeah. I mean, you're so never going to get China, Russia and, and America all together under one government. I mean, I think we I think I think they play hardball. They, but they're fighting over pennies. They're fighting over who's the wealthiest. It's like a status thing. But they all look at each other and they give each other the wink like we're fucking like we, we all know we're fucking our citizens in some way. So that's my that's my soapbox I'll get down off of. Well, that's very um, you get a very cheery outlook on the world. 
I'm in a good mood today. I don't know if know, it's the weather. <laughs> I don't know if it's the weather or it's just <laughs> the romance of, you know, Chicago, everything yeah. being 200% more expensive than it was in Florida. Love that. I don't know if it's the government taking 70% of my paycheck. I don't know what it is. Jesus Christ, you're two episodes away from joining Antifa. I mean, I told you last last episode that they're too conservative for me. <laughs> oh, but you're probably right. I mean, you know, that's something the whole the world government thing is something that um I mean, if you if you're one of the people that thinks that science fiction and fiction often tells the truth about the future, you know, if you look at science fiction, that's like everybody has kind of anybody that dabbles in like what could the future look like? They are they are, most of them assume that we're going to end up having some kind of a massive government or a couple, you know, if you know a few massive governments, because yeah. seems inevitable. Yeah, and dystopians are so even though they're like you know tragic, they are romantic in the sense yeah. that like people are fascinated by them. So um, yeah. it is it's a fun it's always fun to play that thought experiment. It is. I mean, it is. Um, on a lighter note, <laughs> not lighter. This is one of my favorite news stories, uh, because it's just dripping with irony. Um, oh, so a new poll or new polls have found. Um, oh, I have the article, so I can show you that. Hold on, let me. What's it about? Set the stage for us. New polls uh, have found that um, Native Americans are <laughs> the most vaccinated. Oh, wait a minute. This is uh, this is about. <laughs> Sorry, the article I pulled up was no, about no, 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 sexual no, harassment. No, no. Let's talk about this one first because it's already talk about uh, this one because we can talk about this one. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this one first. About this before the podcast. Um... <laughs> so I was just trying to figure out what exactly he's accused of, essentially, because I've heard a lot, but I haven't heard really a lot of specific claims that were like that bad. This little this bitch right here, and you know, she's not a bitch. I love, you know, love women. This bitch right here, she says that he asked her if she fucks older guys. So that's a little bit weird. Oh, but. Another bitch said that he kissed her on the lips. No picture for her. That's weird. Isn't he like silencing a lot of accusers too? Wait, go back, go back. Right here woman. it says that at a wedding, he he took this bitch, grabbed her, grabbed her face, and and asked if he could kiss her. That's always so weird when guys ask to kiss. That's so that is weird. A weird. That's so weird. But you know, on paper, it's like that would be the not harassing thing to do. But like, uh -huh. if you have to ask, it is harassment because you know what the answer is going to be. I don't know. He's asking for consent. Is he not? Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. On paper, it's the right thing. But like, if so, I, what I'm saying is, in social context, if you have to ask because you're not sure, the answer is no, right? Can we just, are we, is anyone surprised that this bitch found him guilty? <laughs> is anyone surprised that she came out with a damning, her office came out with a damning investigation? 
you know what she looks like? She looks like she was wishing a motherfucker would, so she could, <laughs> so, so she could fucking slap, slap. She was just looking for something to do. I'm trying. Yeah, those seem like. I mean, this article says that. Like, I don't know. I mean, this is the New York Times. Seem. I just have it. Like, all of those are weird and uncomfortable. But like, none of it. None of it is. Me, um, it's none like, of it's inspiring, and none of it seems feels evil. None of it feel is like that bad. It's like okay, hey guys, I don't know, like you're weird. Yeah, it's 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 um. He probably shouldn't be governor, but like he shouldn't go to jail over that Which, either. He resigned now. Good. I didn't know that. Good. I kind of wish he had stayed because he was funny. <laughs> He was he was he was fun to make fun of. He was not funny. He was fun. I love how he went on as the he he did like a video where he went on a whole rant about how he's Italian and he'd be kissing people on the cheek and stuff. And I might be biased because I do come from Puerto Ricans that immigrated to New York, but I do understand that he does like because like my family's like that. Like they're always kissing each other, kissing everybody on the cheek and like on the forehead, and like that's just kind of that's just kind of how they do it, I guess. Yeah, but look at this guy. This guy isn't, he's not like, he's a fucking Italian American um, scumbag who, if he kisses you on the cheek, that means like someone in the room that works for him knows to kill you type shit. I saw um, Tucker Tucker Carlson imply on um, his show one time that he was in like the mob. I mean, he had the Cuomo's have mob ties. That's Do well that. documented. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are all successful. So, I mean, what successful person doesn't have mob ties? And, dude, guess where they're from? Fucking New York. Yikes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. I was just trying to figure out, like, did he do something really bad? This isn't even as bad as the shit that Biden got accused of. No, it's 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 harassment for sure. But it wouldn't hold up in a criminally in a court of law. It would be... It would be like a fine and community service hours, but it wouldn't be jail time. Remember when that happened? Remember when Hillary brought all the women that were had accused Biden to a to like a debate? And no, 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 no. It was it was Trump. No, 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 no. Sorry, no, no. I'm I'm misspeaking. It might have been separate cases. No, no, it was Kamala. I'm sorry, it was Kamala, or was it Kamala? It was somebody. No, no, no. It might have been different occasions, right? But Mm. one time. In 2016, it was Trump versus Hillary, and mm. Trump got front row tickets to every single Clinton accuser, and he put them front row. Oh. And, and and Hillary and he was like he he didn't say anything, right? I believe, and Hillary Clinton called him a misogynist, and he you could see the fucking coy ass smirk on his face he was he was like i'm gonna let you finish i'm gonna let you finish and like <laughs> as soon as she was finished he was like the front row all of biden all of bill's accusers mm, hillary mm. it was great it was great that might be what i was thinking of that definitely could have happened multiple times uh lord knows everybody in that bit in the white house is raping everybody in washington is just i mean duh but i mean have you seen every unwilling hole they come across have you seen House of Cards? So duh. But um, I remember the, another high point for me was in the same debate was uh, when Hillary, like, she's like, you're misogynist. 
He's like, I apologize about any women I may have offended with my comments, except for Rosie O'Donnell. She's a bad, nasty woman. She's a nasty, <laughs> he nasty said, he woman. He said that? Yeah. That's great. He said, I, I apologize, except for Rosie O'Donnell. I meant it. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> yeah. Life was, more, life was more interesting. It was. It was more interesting. Now it's lame. All we have is Afghanistan and fucking and Cuomo. Biden stuttering and people and, raping. It's just boring. It's so boring. It's boring. Um, <clears throat> I did um to uh, to go back to the thing that I almost was gonna talk about before we started talking about old yeah. Cuomo. I'm like half on his side. I might be half on his side. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So, you know, I don't know that he raped anybody. That's what I. You know, so I don't know. Speaking of unwanted advances, so the Native American. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this story is great. American Indians, Indians, are yeah. Are can you say that? PBS. Yeah, I don't know. I thought like I keep. I... <laughs> like I know what you're talking about. It's American like when... towel heads have the highest COVID vaccination rate in the U.S. It's like according people... to CDC data. It's like when people say people of color. It's like I know it's quote unquote it's like more it's like but like it seems wrong it seems worse you know look and then i love this picture that they have here a navajo family practices social distancing and mask wearing during the coronavirus pandemic clearly this is what they do this clearly is they just get op. they all no this is what they do they all get their masks and they go stand outside in what looks to be the desert and yeah. they stand and they just stand six feet apart yeah, that's they how they spent the last year of their lives. Yeah. And none of that, but that's why none of them have COVID, apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> but this, I just, I did think this was terribly ironic because, you know, I saw it and my first thought was like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder why this particular community is concerned about disease in particular. It's particularly <laughs> disconcerting. <laughs> but this time it wasn't the white man disease. Yeah, but, but but Justin, a side note right before we get back into that, uh, real quick, I love how the sub headline is oh. is um here are the successive challenges of getting vaccines to urban Native American communities, and they're clearly <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> I'm so glad you made that connection. But yeah, but, this is this is very upscale for those people, don't you know? What if they just got a couple of Mexicans at the border and they're like, here, put on these face masks. We're going to take a, a picture for the article. But it could be. The yeah. outfits, this outfit up front too looks a little bit staged and why the other woman got the same outfit. Yeah, I they're like, know. they're in the dusty. Yeah, that's a good point. They have the exact same outfit. They're in the dusty desert, but their clothes are perfectly no lit. I mean, look at, the, look at the source. Is that like the stock image people? Getty images, I'm pretty sure. Okay, but yeah, so but this is this uh apparently Getty Images just had a picture of a Navajo family practicing social distancing. But yeah, um <clears throat> you know, I just I love the idea that I'm, I just love the idea that like all the elders got together out west somewhere in the desert, just like in this picture. We'll call the picture accurate. We'll call it accurate. Mm -hmm. Right there. 
all the elders get together and some guy named Angry Turtle says, never again can we let the white man's <laughs> tiny demons <laughs> take our people's memory. <laughs> I love that. Um, I mean, in fact, actually, the most amazing thing about it is truly how obedient they are. That's the most amazing thing about it. That's something we needed more of our minority communities. The willingness to just do what they're told. They said vaccine, we're getting it. I we I think we should reproduce it. Reproduce what? Um, you know, a little bit. I mean, everybody else just maybe needs a little bit of what they got. Oh, the, sh- the shut up and take it? Yeah, maybe we just need... Everybody, maybe some of us just need a little bit of just a little bit of trail of tears action. Just a little bit. We'd be a lot more uh, agreeable. You know what they call the trail of tears now? What? The white people's version of trail of tears. What? It's the walk to the parking lot out of the casinos. <laughs> And, you know, that's I'm glad you brought up bring up the casinos because that's a great example of how they are really they're such a good minority. They just sit. They, they run their casinos in their in their um, what do they call their reservations? You know, they're quiet. They mind their business. They don't really get they don't they don't bother us too much about racism. They only well, really protest pipelines. Well, and that's fine. Like we all need something to do on Sunday. Well, they might. I mean, it's just that no one ever hears them. So. They're like silenced forever. So, I mean, um, I mean, there's a good bit of them. There, there's a good bit now. They come. I know, but what, when's the last time? Go, go down. Can you scroll down for me? When's the uh-huh. last time you heard from the National Unity Council of Indian People? Go down, like one more paragraph, right here. The, when have you heard of the National Council of Urban Indian Health or the Indian Health Service? Never. Oh, I'm first, on the newsletter. First time. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, that's some. Those some cute ass uh, earrings, by the way. Those are cute earrings. Oh boy. Yeah, the article is very dense and it was just all about their vaccines and I couldn't. I honestly didn't read it. I just thought the title I just thought the sense of it was funny. I just thought the sense of it was, that's it was, the, it was great. That's the essence Sign of me up. Talk. Sign me up. I'm already in Florida. I'm at the starting place. Sign me up. That's the essence of this podcast is read the headline, form an opinion, and keep it moving. <laughs> Period. I, I mean, I genuinely think if we all were put through the trail of tears, we would be a little bit more appreciative. We would be better as people. Yeah. Whip, you know, whip us a little bit, maybe stab a few of us. Walk us a few thousand miles and then set us loose and we'll be much we'll be much more willing to co- cooperate the next time a pandemic comes along and lives are in stake or whatever. It's funny because that's essentially that's kind of the message that I'm starting to get from all the liberal news media. Like they're talking about it like it's such a great thing. And they're like, oh, look, literally, it's like all of these papers. Like if you go back, <clears throat> the story is being reported a lot by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Health affairs, Harvard.edu, Washington Post, NPR. The IHS. Oh, look, the IHS. That's the Indian something, something. Health services, yeah. Indian health services. Okay, so is this it's is that what the I stood for in here? Indian health services. 
Yeah, look at it. Okay, so there must not be a slur anymore. I don't think it ever was a slur. It was just a it was misnaming. It was a bold claim. No, I don't think it, it's not a it's not a slur to call you Mexican. It's mm. just not calling you accurately what you are, you know? That's a good point. That would be like yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I keep hearing Native American people say that they don't mind it. I keep I keep hearing them say that they really don't mind. Well, that's I'm going to check you real quick, because how many times you talk to Native Americans, bro? How many Native Americans do you know? I mean, if you believe every white person that claims to be Native American, I know about 58. <laughs> so check your privilege. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my dad totally is like, you're one sixteenth Cherokee. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell people that, dad. I'm not going to tell people that. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not worth it's not it, worth having a conversation about. You're like, you're like, okay, so like back in the day, someone in my family raped um, a Native American and made them assimilate to the Ledbetter family. It's like not worth the explanation, so... Yeah, it's really not. I mean, every time a white person starts telling me how they're like one whatever the fuck Native American, I'm like, it just it's painful to listen to because it's like, who, who Dude, cares? South, South, yeah, who cares? South Park did the best, the best um, satire of it. Do you know like uh, 23 and Me? Uh-huh. So for listeners that may not know, you just they send you a box in the mail and you send your DNA back via spit or hair or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I've never done it, but you send it back to the lab. They genetically DNA test it and they send you back your results. And South Park did like a bit about um, like it was a 23andMe commercial and it was all white people. And they were like, I love to find out just how white I was. (laughs) I'm actually, I'm 16% Scottish Mm. and 40% 40% English Britannica. And no, then, I swear to God, I just had a guy on Grinder do that. Literally did that. Told me okay. the different whites he was and the percentages. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with the fact that you're like Nordic and German? Yeah, what does that do for me? But can you actually, can you actually, I just thought of a brilliant idea. Can we read your Grinder messages live? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've got a few that have been interesting. I want to at least read the guy. I want to read what the guy said he was. Okay. The um, where's this big? Okay, so it's this guy. His name on Grinder is this big D. Is what? This big D. Oh, okay. That not subtle. It's not at all. Hold on, I'm clicking out of an ad. Oh my god, he just sent me a huge paragraph. Oh my god, now he's talking to me about his twenties. Okay, this is great. This is great. Let's read. This is the message he just sent me. He goes, oh, dude, I made really bad mistakes in my 20s. Had a total nervous breakdown. I kind of ended up in a situation a lot like Britney Spears. I doubt it. Uh, And I'm trying to get the upper hand and control my life and money, but still not there yet. This man is 36. I'm not so blessed to have a family. I was adopted at a month old. So, yeah praying emoji so yeah you did have a family after a month you bitch but you go ahead apparently they sucked 
Okay, let me see if I can find where he told me what his like now racial identity is. Also, is that how you get bussy in the gay community? You just overshare about how you're pathetic. And oh my you... god, he goes here. Goes he sent me first of all before this, he sent me a picture of his ass. Okay, nice. And then and then he goes, I am Italian, Persian, and German, but a big ass country boy. LOL, accent and all. Ha ha. Wow, he is in. He is pathetic, dude. Italian, Persian, and German. Like, those might as well be the same thing. Those countries are so close. Yeah. I mean, Persia is Persia. Persia adds some spice, but like, no one's ever been like, oh my God, I want to fuck a Persian, you know? Except for Prince of Persia, but that was played by a Jew, Jake Gyllenhaal. So, oh, he's also got a black dick thing. He sent me, he sends me a picture of this white porn star surrounded by naked black guys, and he goes, my fantasy. 10 or 20 more big black dick fucking front to back. So he's a bottom. Apparently, although it says top in his profile and he looks like a top and his profile is all about how big his dick is. But he told you he's a bottom. He probably tops white boys. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, at one point he goes, I would marry you. Dude, I think you are the most beautiful, sexy thing I have ever seen in so long. Which I appreciate. I do. That was that was actually kind of sweet. But besides that, this guy's a fucking loser. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I've been since I because I'm staying in my hometown for about a month. I've been exploring Grinder a little bit just to see what's the pickings are, and those are the pickings. That's it. And I had a conversation with that guy, so that wasn't even the worst. That like wasn't yeah. the worst one. That, that wasn't your worst interaction. A lot of really bad dick pics off rip. <laughs> it's just bad. It's just bad. Do you ever troll on Grinder? Um, no, not really. Because is that is that like a, a an offense and a and a grievance to the to the grinder community no you could do it i just don't spend enough time on it honestly to do all that mm. um yeah that, that I might, did, I, yeah that I might a, be not healthy i had this woman i don't know if this is it just probably doesn't isn't really a troll but just the other day i had a woman message me on grinder and sent me pictures of a guy like his ass like really bad pictures like terribly lit and like oh she she wanted a threesome well, and then she sent me pictures of her tits and her pussy. And I was like, do you not know that this app is for homosexuals? No, she she wants to fuck two gay guys. That's the thing. I get it. But like, give somebody a paragraph before you out here sending people your like dirty pussy. Yeah. Try to try to, uh, you know, try to coerce them into thinking of the idea before you Literally. fucking show them all the goods. And okay, and I, you know what? Good PSA. I, I could have saved it for my pseudo penis, but we'll just say it right now. Fucking ugly couples. Nobody wants to have a three way with you. Okay. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be between fucking Hank Hill and Peggy. Okay. Nobody wants it. Stop. Get off the app. You're taking up valuable spots that could be used by fine couples. Couples yeah. that are attractive, at least seven and a half, because I'm generous, at least a seven and a half. 
Yeah, I mean, it, below, yeah, yeah. But that's here's the thing: if they're a, if they're yes, there are adventurous hot couples, but <laughs> typically a couple has monogamy like intertwined. So if they're both hot, they're like getting satisfaction from each other. So it's, I feel like there's more ugly couples seeking threesomes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like that. That does seem to be the trend. Yeah. Which I get because like, I wouldn't want to, to, to bang an ugly person, but you know what it is, is ugly people know that they're never going to break up with each other. So they don't have to. So they're like, we'll just fuck together. Like we don't have to hide anything. Sexy people. They just cheat. Yeah, they don't care if they have to break up because who cares? Yep. I'm fine. I'm going to go get another one. Yeah. Good point. That's a great These point. People need to stop. I mean, this woman literally sent her. I mean, it looked like it looked like sliced turkey. Uh, let's not let's not go further. <laughs> let's not go further. These, this is, you know, it's just I came to Grinder. I already have to deal with these dumb niggas. OK, these literally like brain dead men. And then now I have to randomly also be saying vagina because you and your ugly ass husband want to get fucked by a, a big black cock. And that's n- another thing. All the people that feel like it's hot to a black person when you say that I like big black cocks, like, please. Fire a shotgun up your own asshole, please. Please, because it's the most it's the most I hate. I just hate it. I, I just hate it. I know it's supposed to be a compliment, but it's like, I don't know. I don't even I don't know how to respond to it. I don't know what to do with the sentiment. OK, you want a big black dick? Yeah. Okay. B, B, I don't understand the black part. Like if you like a big cock. OK, that's your preference. But why does it got to be black? Now you're now you're being awkward. Like now you're just making it weird. It is awkward. Because then, because, because I mean, you tell me, but like, because I am neither black nor have a big cock. But I feel like if I did, I would be like, oh, I'm just here because I'm black. Like, that's the only reason you want to fuck is because, yeah. That's pretty much what it's like. It's like, okay, well, so it doesn't really matter if you're interested in me at all, like in any aspect, because I'm black and you like that. So. I guess that's just, uh, yeah. And it's so it's so weird to me the fetish of one race because there's beautiful people of every race and there's hideous people of every race. So like, if you make a broad statement like that, you could end up with like a real zero of a of a of a looker, you know, like just a real fugly uh, mess. So I don't, I never understood that. And why is nobody ever like, you know, I want somebody with good credit and I want somebody who has like, like who gets up in the morning, like every day at the same time and is responsible. Nobody's ever like that. Everybody's always like, you know, I want a big cock or, you, you know, I want it. It's got to be a black person. It's got, they got to have a fat ass. We're all, it's, this, it's is, this is, this is a good, um, this is a good question to pose. Is it that, the people that feel that way um, aren't in these forums or group in like communities, or is it that our culture is such that we are abandoning that we're abandoning that old school, quote unquote, old school conservative mindset 
and we just want we're just lusty pieces of shit now and we just want lust and fetish and and sodomy i mean we checks out what do you think i don't spell um repeat what you do repeat it fuck dude i just went on i thought it was like a two minutes setup okay are the people that want the stable person that they could see themselves in a long-term relationship with as like a partner in life are those people just not in these communities or do those people just not exist anymore Mm. i mean i think that's i think we've always kind of uh i think everybody has the potential to be that kind of a freak or most people do no okay freak is different because everyone's a freak with the right person right or not everyone but a a majority of people Mm -hmm. but like personally if i like you i'll be a freak but I'm not just I'm not just going to women and being like, I wanna I wanna motorboat your titties, you know? Like I'm only here for the titties. Like Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ob- object- objectifying everyone to their only thing they care about is the body. <clears throat> so you're are you're basically are you asking if that's like a if I think that's like a new thing? No, I'm saying, I'm 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 wondering and pontificating. Is it a dying breed? Mm. Like, there's more people that are just lustful now. Also, because we don't have as much sex, right? We don't have as much sex as we used to, but we talk about sex way more than we used to. Yeah. So, so people are more perverse. I feel like in the way they talk. It's like intellectually we're perverse, but we're not actually perverse. No, it's, 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 we're more sexually suppressed. So our thoughts are more perverse, you know? I mean, uh, this is some good dead air. Um, I know. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not even really sure what to, uh, what, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not even sure like where. What precisely I think about it. I mean, I think it's obvious that the internet is like the big, the reason why it's so prevalent right now. Probably the biggest reason. Yeah, because you can find pussy or pussy on your on your phone from your couch now instead of having to go put an effort and and be a presentable person. Yeah, and like culturally, the stuff that people talk about, and like, like we don't really have a lot of love songs that are actually that deep. I guess, like, if you were to look at culture, like, you could look at love songs for one example and say that, like, I don't know, most of them really are not about love, especially, like, the stuff that gets really popular. It's about, like, sex and, you know, sex. It's just about sex. Yeah, and the ones that are, like, love are, like, I want to hold your hand, and that's it. And, and it's like image, I think a lot of people are worried about like what their partner looks like, what their part, what their uh, partners look like to other people. Yeah, yeah, that's really gross. It's not even what you find attractive; it's what other people find attractive, mm-hmm. and what looks good in a in a in a post. Like that's fucking that's disgusting behavior. 
and thoughts so it's very weird it's very weird i don't know i'm kind of mixed on it though because i do think the way that we talk about like our generation or like nowadays people just tend to talk about sex in a more open way i think is mostly a good thing because like our parents and grandparents were fucking weird let's be honest the way they like they couldn't even like the way like just a generation or two ago most people couldn't even handle like saying words like blowjob yeah I, I i but i can see it from i think there's a healthy balance right if i'm talking yeah. if i'm talking to one of my boys like if i'm talking to you i can be open but i i, I don't want to be so open that i'm discussing this shit at work or people that i just met like i got in trouble for that many times yeah i am a very private person and i hate oversharing more than anything i'm really insecure about oversharing so i i tend to just not tell people like people find out things about me and they're like i didn't fucking know that about you and i'm like yeah because i didn't want to overshare but there's a balance there's a balance and and if we get to the point where it's so open that you can talk about it with anyone but we're not having sex then what are we doing here <laughs> you know yeah i've definitely gotten in um i've definitely gotten in trouble at work like uh in office settings talking loudly with other with usually women about just like usually just like funny stories from grinder you're like so anyways i was blasting them <laughs> literally and then some old bitch usually is like can they stop <laughs> like i'm 70 and <laughs> don't be mad because you don't get dick shirley literally it's i don't know it's very uh i think it's pretty lit for the most part though that the fact that we do talk about it so much and it's like pretty it's just like an open um it's like open it's like at least with friends and stuff and like you know people you know it's like you know people most people just talk about whatever they want therapy and sex therapy is another example of another subject that's similar where like people used to be embarrassed to talk about it but people talk about it probably too much now but they do talk but, about it. Yeah, everything is like everything overcorrects, but yeah, uh, nobody moderation is lost on us. No, I think the overcorrection is needed for the pendulum to like swing back to the middle eventually. So maybe maybe it's good. Mm. I'm, I'm, the overcorrection I'm, to Biden is gonna be. Oh no, I think he is the is he an overcorrection to Trump? I don't think so. I mean an I overcorrection. Nah, an overcorrection would have been like AOC, right? She's a lot like Trump. She's just like Trump, actually. That's what I'm saying. That would have been an overcorrection. I think I think Biden, Tim Dillon said it best. He's not at all ideal, but he's not going to make a lot of noise. And that's kind of yeah. what we needed was someone to stay out of the headlines so Americans could like, stop being so obsessed with politics and they could focus on their own lives. So, um, mm. I mean, I'm not, the, I'm not a Biden fan, but I think, I don't, I don't think he was an overcorrection to Trump. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of what I meant when I said, when, me, when I say he's an overcorrection that he just is like uh, pretty quiet. Oh my God, don't, don't do it. Hi. Say hello. That's Bobby. Yes. I can tell from her head. You're on the podcast. How do you feel, sweetie? Oh, uh, one um, of them fucking 
but yeah, I think that's kind of how he was an overcorrect an overcorrection from Trump because Trump was very much like fuck like everything y'all niggas got going on right now. I'm gonna do what I want. And Biden was like so easy for like people to control and manipulate. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I was yeah. thinking of like an equal but opposite type thing. DeSantis like a, might I'm starting to think DeSantis might be it might fuck up his run because now he's got I think he's going a little bit too far into uh not that he said he was running or anything, but I think he's going too far now a, a little bit into like banning county mandates. And I'm like, wow, there are some counties that uh obviously maybe they need a couple like Jacksonville and Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. The, the big counties that are basically like northern cities yeah my mom is an icu nurse and he said this is the worst it's been the entire pandemic with covid and people on ventilators and um yeah it's bad down there it's bad yeah Real yeah bad. i've heard I mean, in my little town, it honestly is like nothing's happening. I haven't seen anybody wear a mask in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, people, the mask thing is so overplayed. No one cares about masks anymore. It's about vaccination now. So not here, at least. No, up here. And this is this is uh, just conservatives, but majority liberal for sure. And no one gives a fuck. I saw a, a guy and I'm assuming Maybe it's not right of me to assume. I'm assuming he's gay because he <laughs> he had high waisted uh, um, bleached jeans and he had a white um, strapless top and he was walking his dog, uh, no mask, and he was talking shit to this um, this this pasty looking Midwest white couple who had masks on, and and he was like uh talking shit to them i don't know if, but again i don't know if it was for the gayness for the vaccine um, but he was no mask and he was talking shit so oh my god it's a it's one of those like homos for trump yeah he actually might have been conservative so i love that love to see it but yeah he had a cute ass dog too so i could see how he could lure in some 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 bi curious boys um by the way how has chicago been like any um any uh any fun things so far fun stories from from the city the big city i saw my first murder no i'm just kidding that would be god if you do record it world star no (laughs) no um last night um i went to loyola to oh. see to see I have two roommates former roommates from college that now live in the area and he was one of my friends was playing Loyola which is like a catholic it's either yeah it's a catholic school in the north in Chicago so I went there wow yeah I FaceTimed you from the from the soccer game um yeah yeah wow that was the um, first time i've ever seen a field of fake grass yeah but now dude you know why i it makes total sense to me now that i figured why they do it because mm-hmm. all that shit's gonna die in three months if it was real grass you know 
Yeah, it is going to get cold soon, isn't it? Yeah, so they would have to replace it every single year. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah, they had a turf, they had a turf field, and then they had a turf softball field, which was fucking crazy. I've never seen that, but yeah, I went to Loyola. Then I walked, and there was this giant strip. It's called Little India, and it was every place you walked into was like an Indian restaurant or a food mart. And the food looked amazing, but the smells were not intoxicating. They were troublesome. I was like getting woozy, like walking down the street. I was like, whoa, this is intense. Um, it smelled like what, India. What? Oh, it was, was it like an Indian quarter? It was Little India, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You kind of, you kind of lost connection for a second. So I didn't realize it was little India. I didn't know yeah. they had a little India. It's crazy. Dude, like I said, no black people, but a shit ton of <laughs> Indians and a shit ton of Mexicans. So they got, um, and Puerto Ricans because there's Puerto Ricans everywhere. But, uh, there's a, there was a lot of Indian food. I got a fucking, a super gas, um, uh, falafel, um, mm. That was amazing. Um, then I went down to my friend's place, my other roommate from college who gave me this thing. And his place is right on the lake. And they have like a rooftop. And we went to the up to the rooftop and we had the grill. So we were grilling up steaks and wings. And they have like a Navy pier that you can see. And there's this giant ass Ferris wheel that it's not the original, but it's the site of the world's first Ferris wheel that was introduced. Really? It was introduced in the world's fair, like in like the early 1900s. And it was the very first Ferris wheel. It was the grand opening of a Ferris wheel. And they obviously they redid it, but it's like in the same location right on the pier. And every Wednesday and Saturday they do fireworks. So as we were grilling on the rooftop, um, fireworks were going off. So it was cute as fuck. And um and yeah, it was just a chill last night. Um, I played with two gorgeous dogs, so I was happy. Um, and and yeah, I fucking drove home. I drove home wasted. Um, and 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 I know I told you this, but if you think Florida drivers are bad, dude, you're gonna shit your pants when you come visit here because they are a million times worse. And the roads, because the snow like erodes it super fast, the potholes, bro, you've never seen potholes this big. And there's just con there's just construction on the side of the road, and they'll have like a barricade right on the edge, but it's just an orange barricade. There's no guardrail. And if you slip off, you're just falling 10 feet in your car going 70 miles an hour. Like you're dead if you if you fall off. Dude, it's, I didn't even think about the bearing hills. Well, the good thing is there's not a lot of hills. It's actually pretty flat. Okay. I'm going to have to get there before the ice happens. Dude, fucking, you hurry your ass up, dude. I want my cat. I know. I know. We're going to, we're coming soon. That's bullshit. I told, you, I told that you at the end of this month, later, like in a couple weeks, we should be able to get up there. Okay. I'm going to hold you to it, bro, because. I'm waiting for my fucking cat and I'm telling people I'm making the cat a part of my personality. So like, I need this cat to follow through. 
we're coming. Lauren was talking about mailing it to you any, uh, any early because uh, actually the cat got in a fight with two other cats with a dot. I, dot and Sativa got in a fight. No way. Yeah. Bad I one? think it's because Dot went into heat and there was like a male cat. And so she started fighting bitches because she started, she was just fighting everybody. And then Sativa got robbed. Fuck up. you, Dot. So, okay. So tell me, can you mail a cat? How does that work? You just put them on a flight. But you have to buy it a ticket then, right? Yeah. So where would I go pick it up? Like fucking luggage exchange? The airport. <laughs> I'm not around. I'm not sure like how the specifics of sending a mailing a cat works, but uh, I know that you can mail pets, like you can it, send pets on plates. Is that animal abuse? I don't know. I don't really like the idea of it. But I don't like, either. But like, I want my cat as well. Like, it wouldn't be that long. So. I have to look up the ethics of that, like how yeah. the whole process. Yeah, we can look into that, but trust me, we're gonna. I mean, uh, uh we're we're gonna come up and see you either way. Good, because dude, right, dude, this time of year, it is gorgeous. Like during the day, it's like eighty-five, and at night, mm -hmm. it's seventy. It's just, it's just, and the skies when it's not like a tornado, which is mm -hmm. often when it's not a tornado, the skies are so blue, and the it's just gorgeous, it's just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I hope Sativa likes it. He will. I'm gonna treat her like a queen that she is. I'm glad because she is. Uh, yeah, she needs her own space. She she keeps getting um she keeps getting in like fights with these other cats. Yeah, when I, I had her. She was like she had some problems with the kittens, especially the boy kitten. She had like she had attitude. I don't blame her, dude. She just wants to be unbothered. She does. She really does. So, so, um, do you have a hemorrhoid of the week? I was just trying to remember what we named it. Hemorrhoid um, of the week. Yeah. Yeah, you called it a pseudo penis earlier. I did. Yeah. Um, I don't have a. It's kind of not really a hemorrhoid. It's more or less a question. Okay. Which is, would you get a sun cancer vaccine if That's it good. if it made you black? <laughs> um give me more details or is that all you're gonna give me i mean what do you what do you need like i want to know a Be little bit straightforward is it like the covid thing where i gotta get a booster every year like what's the i mean i think that this is a real thing and i'm pretty sure how it works is the more you get the blacker you get Oh, it's like a reverse Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? No, because yeah. I... No, because I don't think... Um, I don't think Michael Jackson's was, you know, believable. So I can't see how that would... It would be... Like, if it was legitimate, like, it made you black, then I would consider. But if it just makes your skin black, but I look have this bone structure, I'm going to look like a goofball. Come on. Okay. And does this change your mind? Hold on. 
<laughs> okay, so wait, wait, wait. Give me oh, hold on. Let's let me back up a second. Um, is this a white couple that took the sun cancer uh vaccine? Essentially, they took the skin darkening melanin thing shot. Supposedly. Okay. So that guy, I love how they think this is how black people dress as well. <laughs> but but the the guy on the right, he looks like the guy from the Sopranos. Um <laughs> he does. Or, yeah. He they're like Swedish or something, I should mention. Dude, why is everyone that does like life altering surgery is Swedish? Like the woman with the world's biggest boobs, I believe, is Swedish. And the lady with the fucked up cheekbones, I think, is Swedish or Russian. She might, they might be Russian. Um, Germany. German. They're German. Oh boy. Wow. Wow. This is that, um, this is that, that German guilt really kicking in. Really? I hope it's good. Let me know if the video is not working. No, it's working. Yeah. I want everybody to look take at a look this at this. a photo of my. Oh my God, not this bitch. This is wrong bitch. Long I know, this was her. When but she started, she started with big tits. On plastic surgeries, Martina was ready for her most shocking transformation of all. I got three injections in my belly to change my skin color. And now I'm the oh, proud owner of a black skin. Today, Martina says she has changed her race and now it? identifies as a black woman. Everyone, welcome Martina Big. Mm -hmm. Can you turn the sound off, please? Martina. Yeah. I want you. Can you turn the sound off? It's still playing. Photo. Is it? Oh. Yeah, it's it's it was haunting me. I, okay, I thought I thought your video froze for a second. No, no, it was like um, screaming in my ear. But yeah, that. But yeah, that um that uh yeah. So she's a nigga. She's really more nigga than her husband. Is but he kind of do a little more black because he is not that dark. Like she went too dark. But is she is are, are they invited to the barbecue? I don't know. You, I, you're, I mean, out of you and me, you have I wouldn't more... invite them to my barbecue, but that's because I'm a racist and I don't invite Negroes to my barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, wow. so did that change your views on the, on the vaccine at all? Would you get it? Like I said, I predicted that it would look goofy as fuck. Even so, if you only turn a little bit black like that guy, like the husband did. Like, no, he only, he's no, 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 no. You don't no. have to wear the kente cloth and things. No. I'm good. No. No. You would make I'm, a good nigga. No, I would get to say it, which is cool. But besides that. Um, I, think you, I think you do get to say it. I can say it. Yeah. But I can say it and it's socially acceptable if I got the shot. Well, what does that even mean, socially acceptable? 
I'm pretty straightforward. I wouldn't get my ass whooped at a 7-Eleven if I called the cashier one. I guess that is a decent that, that is a decent way to measure social acceptability. I can't really argue with that one. I wouldn't get smacked with a twisted T. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that I guess that's my pseudo or no 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 my hemorrhoid. Okay. Do you have a hemorrhoid? Yeah, mine is a little darker. Ooh. Okay, so what is it gonna be, folks? Is it gonna be? Is it somebody eating kids? Is it the guy that killed his kids because of QAnon? Did you hear about that? Um, you sent me, you DM'd me the headline about that. He wasted those bitches with a fishing spear. Absolute savage. Yeah, is that a true story? Because that's fucking that guy. That's disgusting. It seems kind of fake, though. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't true. But it was funny because the story was like, like was being published with a picture of him like having fun with some other kids in the ocean, like looking like a normal dad. Yes, it was like a family. It was like a family vacation photo. Yeah, I was like, yikes, that's awkward. Yeah. (laughs) That's a weird. It's like the, it's like the fucking Native American article picture. It's like totally not what the headline said. Dead ass, bro. That is. I mean, is it that? Is it hard to go take a good picture? Genuinely, I could do it on my iPhone. Not even a good picture, just one that's related to the fucking headline. But <laughs> yeah, that, you oh, can, that would be great. You can tell they take the they select the pictures before the head they write the headline. So. Like, I don't know. It's fucking retarded. But okay, so my hemorrhoid is, and it's going to take a while to explain, but it's it's this um, this couple. Um, mm-hmm. They're currently in court for um, having a giant pyramid scheme that um that took advantage of black people struggling during the pandemic so the whole the whole thing both the let me back up both of these people got their little 15 minutes of fame and held on to it when they were on an online reality tv show uh. called you know family or fiance i think and they were also on Helen Yee from the Breakfast Club's podcast. So they desperately were clinging on to their 15 minutes of fame they got from this internet reality TV show. So they both make themselves CEO of this company that's supposedly a nonprofit foundation that's supposed to uh, dish out stipends or what they call blessings to black people that were struggling financially during the pandemic. So I have some key points that I, I wrote down. Um, so the key points to remember, why did people join this, this business model that ended up becoming um, a giant scam? And by the way, reportedly, both these people made $40 million on this scam so 
why did people join? Because they were taking advantage. They were taking advantage of people that were struggling during the pandemic. They were saying that you could 10x your money in seven to 10 days. So obviously that's a scam. But for people who are struggling, it, it's so psychologically hard not to give people your money when you tell tell them I'm going to give you back 10 times as much in two weeks. The other reason, not for me, the other reason was social media bullshit, right? So they were famous from this online reality TV show. Um, This is the guy's profile of funnily enough, both him and his wife uh, who were the CEOs, both their accounts are private, but this is, he markets himself as a mogul, right? ASAP the mogul. He is wearing what the he's fuck? Wearing, he's wearing the Canadian tuxedo, all jeans, all denim. And it's like weird, like partially bleached denim. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> and that. he is not a looker, to say the least. He's pretty ugly. But yeah, he um, does he looks like a catfish character from a Miyazaki film. So he markets himself as a mogul. She markets herself as a visionary and a mogul and a philanthropist. So they're taking advantage of people. How it worked, I could not explain as well as this guy on YouTube does. So let me just play like a minute clip from his video. And his name is Spencer Cornelia. And if you ever want to check out scams getting exposed or, um, you know, internet, internet entrepreneurs that get exposed uh-huh. or giveaway scams, this guy's the guy really good at exposing scams. But this is how it worked. Okay, let me back it up. Actually, of this setup for DAP scheme. And then here's the image from this news article that he presented live to the people watching this presentation. Let's stop right here. What does this look like the top of to you? The top of? This is a 2D image of the top of a pyramid. It is? This center part where it says Natalie, that's the point. Uh, And then the base goes out. I see. Okay, but he's going to explain how it works. And by the way, this image they use on the company's website. So like, it seems obvious from the outside, but this is how it works. The news article is literally explaining this exact system as a blessing scam, which is a pyramid scheme. That blessing loom scheme targeted minorities during the pandemic, just like the bent scam and the blessing loom image is the same. I wonder if the Moors were in that pyramid scheme, made some money, then realized they could create their own and make millions. Here- so they were called bent blessings in no time just to give you some context that's how the scam operates here's a quick breakdown of how much these get rich quick lottery winners are actually pulling in here's how the scheme works all eight people on the outside are in the fire zone they all give fourteen hundred dollars to the pot when there are eight members in the fire zone so that it's full then the pot of eleven thousand two hundred is given to the single member in the water zone philly when philly receives their money they are out of the system one thing i try to highlight on my channel is how many people promote themselves on social media as being something they're not it generally revolves around 
around financial success or being able to show you how to become a mogul in this example. Here's the website for mogul behavior where the couple, I guess, tries to promote that they're moguls and want you to become one too. Always serve a purpose has been my mantra since I can remember. I have always had a love for empowering and educating people when it comes to finances. My background includes banking, finance, insurance, business building, and marketing. I can't wait to help you turn your financial dreams into a reality. So these people are disgusting. There were no credentials on that website. Yeah, it was just a picture, a nice taken photo of them like sitting in a chair with a nice suit on. But so, so classic pyramid scheme, everyone um, donates, you know, a certain amount of money. The person in the middle who's already donated money gets all the money that the eight people in the fire zone donated. So now they're gone from the pyramid and everyone moves up a level. And the, the, the way they're able to get eight more people to donate their money is that they have to recruit by themselves. So they have to recruit friends and family to donate their money in order to eventually themselves get paid out, right? Mm -hmm. So why did this scam make so much money? Because at first... The first people that joined, there was a wave of people that joined from their marketing. And, and so a, a bunch of people were getting paid out at first. The people that do get paid out, they send a video testimonial to the company and they post them. So they have a lot of good reviews and good testimonials. The company also made sure that you are not allowed to post about the company on social media, on your personal social media, negative or positive. So they silenced criticism and open conversation about it. So anyone who didn't get paid out wasn't allowed to post about it or else they risked um, losing, forfeiting the potential money that they could make, right? Mm -hmm. But why did it fail? And every case like this needs a smoking gun, right? Every murder needs a smoking gun every case needs a smoking gun where you can find where they got caught. How did they get caught? Was people weren't getting recruited as fast. So people weren't joining as fast. Therefore people weren't, weren't getting paid out. So all of a sudden you have all of these people who put in thousands of dollars who aren't getting anything in return. What and they supposed to be doing with the money investing it? They wouldn't say what they, yes, they were investing, but that's all they said. There's literally a movie that's about people who did this like a while back. Dude, it's a pyramid scheme. This is it's a scheme. A straight from a movie. This is a scheme. It doesn't even as, sound like a good idea. This is a scheme as old as time. Why does nobody ever, I mean, does any, does it, do you think anybody's ever done this and then like been successful? I guess, or like, which I don't know how you, you're successful. I guess you would just scam everybody successfully and get away with it. Are you talking about the people who bought into the scam or the people who created the scam? Yeah. Has there, has there ever been anyone who like created a pyramid scheme that like was successful in the venture? Cause it sounds like a bad idea. Well, this is the, this is what always happens with pyramid schemes. If they work, right. They experience a lot of success, but then they get caught because eventually the money dries up. And in order for a pyramid scheme to work, new money has to constantly be coming in all the time. 
And as soon as new money doesn't come in, that's when the money dries up, people start not getting paid and they start asking questions. And these people, the blessings in no time, this, these two CEOs, these two dumbasses, the money dried up and they started going on the offensive with their marketing. They started blaming people like you guys aren't recruiting enough. You guys aren't, uh, uh, you guys are not abiding by the social media rules by telling people like, look, I'm $30,000 in debt to this shit. I should have a hundred thousand dollars and they, they owe me. So they started blaming everyone except themselves. They started blaming the people not recruiting. They started blaming banks that were not allowing them. They had credit limits for the amount of money they could withdraw in a day. Um, they, they went totally in the wrong, they clearly were guilty behavior. So now they're in court. A bunch of people have, have are huge. They did this for the purpose of getting out of debt because that was the whole marketing. It was for people struggling during the pandemic. So these are already people struggling. Now they're even more in the hole because they bought into a scam and they haven't gotten their refund. So now they're in court. They supposedly made 40, the, two, the couple made $40 million off this. So they're in court fighting it. They're going to get caught or they're going to get found guilty. So um, they're going to owe a lot of damages to a lot of people. And my thing is, like the question you asked, has there ever been a pyramid scheme that's successful? Did these people not know it was a pyramid scheme? Because the way they, the amount of money they put into making it look legit gave me the impression that they actually might think this is a legal business model. But, um, but they are my hemorrhoids of the week. They took advantage of people that were already struggling and they they fucked them and now they are supreme assholes of the week so um i do have to say that the people who were giving their money to that much money to somebody like the people who fell for the scam also assholes i don't i don't because they're they're praying like i've i've got i've i've had i've gotten you know i feel like at this point we've all seen that offer before but here's my thing justin you're intelligent. You're <laughs> educated. They're preying on low people that live in low-income housing, people that have been disenfranchised by society, people that didn't get an education, people that probably don't even know it's impossible to 10x your money in a week, no matter what the investment. It's impossible. And they're preying on, on people that are vulnerable. It's disgusting, and I don't blame the people that fell for it. Because when you're desperate, you do desperate shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder how many people who are actually struggling had, like, thousands to throw at these niggas. I, I'm not going to go there. The ASAP they are mobile, or They are hemorrhoids. ASAP the mogul and Lala, you guys are pieces of shit. Uh, you guys aren't hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoid is too nice of a word for y'all. Y'all are criminals, and you very should white be crime. very, very uh, white collar crime. But yeah, good old American scamming. 
Yep. Rural American theft. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know though. Like, folks, don't fucking um. You know, I'm gonna sound like Jordan Peterson, but uh, fucking personal responsibility is important. Don't fucking give niggas your money willy nilly. Like, no. If someone know. if someone says they're going to five x, if someone says ten x, five x, three x, if someone says they're gonna multiply your money in a week, they're lying. Yeah. They're lying. Yeah, that's crazy as fuck. I, yeah, that's one of those. But I mean, there's a lot of scams. That's not even one of the worst ones. There's a lot of scams that I'm always like, how the fuck do people fall for this shit? Yep. When you get I've, a call and it's some Indian nigga and he's talking about he's from the social security agency or some, or the tax agency and he's going to arrest you. like. I've fallen for not like not a scam like that, but I've fallen for like I downloaded malware and I called the 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 tech the tech support line and it was uh-huh. a guy who's like give me your credit card for the payment protection for your computer so this doesn't happen again and he just fleeced me out of like 200 300 bucks damn yep see that's why it's funny too because i'd be because you know i'm country i'd be on the phone anytime i gotta be on the phone and pay for something I be asking them people so many questions. I be acting so damn suspicious. Yeah, it happens all the time. Or you'll get emails like "Thank you for your payment," and you're like, "I didn't pay for anything. What did I pay for? Mm-hmm. A service that you never requested." And they want you to click a link. They're like, "Click this link to cancel," and then or or call and you call and they're like, "What's your credit card number? I'll cancel it. I just need to find the credit card." And then you win an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, you're the you're the you're the billionth search on the search engine. You win an iPhone. Yeah, it's great. You win. Yeah, I love that we like what we're using the internet for is mostly a bunch of it's it's bullshit. It's mostly just scams and people like are using it to amplify their egos. I mean, that's what we're doing is amplifying our egos, but we're we're the good side. This is journalism. yeah you're right i'm sorry oh my god we need to find a way to play digital cheaters monopoly we what do you think about streaming games okay like dumb games okay so like because i'm bad at call of duty so like none none of the um well i mean we really we can stream whatever don't oh my god sorry i have a cat walking on top of my studio um I've got a socialism a simulator. I'll tease this. We're going to be doing a socialism simulator at some point. Oh, yeah. And then um, we should, I want to play Cheaters Monopoly or poker. So Wait, how do you play Cheaters Monopoly? Oh, so I finally got a chance to play it. It is so fun. There's like five. There's like card slots in the middle of the board. And they're essentially like stuff that's normally against the rules. And you can do it. You can do one of the things that's on the card at any point that you choose and you just have to get away with it so it'll be stuff like steal somebody's property or steal a property from the bank or like like land on somebody's property and don't pay them or like roll the dice but go however many spaces you want Uh, it's just ways you can cheat and like if you don't get caught after a turn then like you get like a prize or whatever and if you do get caught then like you get punished in some way okay that's just 
it's that's interesting. It's like it's like the best twist on original Monopoly that I've ever played. And it also the games are short as fuck because you're cheating the whole time. Yeah. So when when you draw a card, whenever like the cheaters cards, the cheater card, there's just always five out. And then whenever somebody when you successfully do it, you take a card and you just put a new one. OK. Yeah. OK. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I also think it would be funny to stream um, Knights of the Old Republic because nobody's on there and it's kind of hilarious. What the fuck is that? Knights of the Old Republic is an old Star Wars RPG. I'm a mouth. That was the the lamest thing I've ever heard you say. That's like, <laughs> let's that, play. I've that, there's no way that's the lamest. You know what would be lit, more lit, and it's not even lit, is playing Lego Star Wars. That would be lit. That would be way more lit, actually. That was multiplayer, I, I, if I remember correctly. Like, you yeah. could do multiplayer, so. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, you heard it here first. We're going to be streamers also, as well as podcasters. So, we'll be the next PewDiePie and the next Rogan, like, all in one. All in one. In the next Fox News. Yeah, all-in-one uh, cannoli type thing. Yeah, developing a fun model here. <clears throat> but, but anyways, already, this is, um, is this is this episode 20, by the way? I think this is. I, oh, it is, I think. Yeah, it is, I believe. At least. We, I, we have episodes that we didn't release, but this is, I think, going to be our 20th release. I think it is. I'm pretty sure yeah. it is. Happy, happy 20th. Happy 20, bro. 20 weeks that's how many months is that five months yes sir then we did it and we only took one break yep so that's good missed like two weeks that's good and i haven't checked but um we probably still have two listeners so thank you guys for you two for listening thank you missy and whoever the other mysterious I i think my mom stopped listening she can't handle it Okay, so thank you, Nick, and whoever the second listener is, you mysterious, you mysterious person. Um, One of those people in like the Middle East. I hope yeah. They like the episode. What if it's the Taliban and they just stream <laughs> it for the? They just stream it for like in the cave for like everyone I hope to like. So. That would be lit. Let me put it out in the universe. I will interview anyone from the Taliban. Yes. We would like Eric Snowden. We'll get you on Zoom. Yeah, on Zoom, not in person. We never Zoom. No, no, Zoom from the cave. Me here and you there, far away. Yeah, stay the fuck away. But like, we'll interview. Internet. Space. Um, Space. Yeah. <laughs> um, all righty. Well, do you have anything else? Nope. Um, I think this has been a good ep. Um, my, I'm fucking ass. And I'm fucking knows do you fuck ass often do what i said do you fuck ass often only on birthdays when i uh, when i when i can when i can negotiate it but um as in whenever anyone else in the planet has a birthday no 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 i wish <laughs> but um your what was you what was your name again majestic punani punanji not punani um oh shit what was it the grand, the majestic Puba. Yeah, majestic Puba. Come join cult. our cult. It's really a chill cult. We don't do much. We do still have a suicide pact, but that's really it. That's the only rule. 
besides that, it's just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, everybody have a good one. Bye. Bye.